poor guy. I hate when when dogs are sick. Yeah. That's probably like when babies are sick. They can't tell you what's wrong. Right. Oh. Yeah. Anyways. Hi, guys. <laughs> I know. I feel like it's... <laughs> it's kind of a... Uh, what's what's the word I'm searching for? Oh, my gosh. We're, neither of us are quite as lively as yeah. we usually are. Yeah, it's not a depressing... No. It's just sort of... A more subdued vibe. Yes. In the dizzy for dizzy uh, world today, studios. <laughs> yeah, studios. <laughs> yeah, I was up all night. My poor dog is sick, so I'm trying to like just replenish his fluids and hopefully, yeah. hopefully he gets better. He's kept it down this morning at least. Yeah, that's good. So I got horrible sleep last night. Gosh. <laughs> and both Jason and I just wound up in the living room on the couches like sleeping because he kept having to go outside so it was like we were just sleeping near the sliding glass door and it was and then you know anytime he'd move we'd both like jolt like jolt awake like what's wrong is he gonna throw up does he you know right so poor Poor guy and we're recording early so it's like we just did this like three days ago yeah (laughs) yeah back at it so we had to like watch the episode and plan um plan to record it because ashley's got a busy work week next week so yeah it's back to the real world next week for me and i knew that if we had to do it monday or tuesday it just would have been it'd be crazy yeah Yeah. so we're doing it here we are guys friday Mm -hmm. um yeah not too much um i feel like yeah we don't have too much to say because because we just just said it all yeah uh said to jason episode but we did get quite a few comments from people who were basically like, oh, I just watched this, like, because you suggested it, and I loved it, and so. Um, I feel like, how can you not love that movie? I know. It's, I know. It's just wonderful. So I'm really glad that more people have watched it. Me too. One one of the girls even said that she suggested it to her parents, and, like, they watched it and loved it too. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. I was I like, mean, oh, yeah, I could never get my parents to. Uh, They'd be like getting my husband to sit down and watch it with me. <laughs> I just... wonder if I could get my parents to watch just a movie. Yeah, you probably could get your parents way before I could get mine. Yeah, but... <laughs> probably. Yeah. So, whatever. They're missing <laughs> out. Um. Yeah, and then I am almost done with the first episode of D.E.K. Okay. But I still have like half an hour to go. Okay. So because yeah, then I, was I haven't like, well, even now, started. I was it. like, now I gotta watch EK so we can record. So yeah. Um, but I'm kind of glad I'm stretching it out because there's not another new episode until for another week, or, right? Like a week or maybe two. It's like the eighth or the fifteenth. I think it'll um be back. So yeah. I'm like, well, it's not that bad that I'm stretching it out. But it will it air every Wednesday then? That's, I mean, after that, that's what I'm guessing. Okay. Yeah. That's why everyone was like, why the heck are they, like premiering the first episode and then taking this break like you don't have enough of a built-in viewership <laughs> now that i remembered the correct word you know what i mean like yeah EK, you know we were like 30 episodes in almost by the time it was time for christmas break didn't uh hair hair jay Mm-hmm. do that well they they had like 12 episodes though because they oh, started okay. in the spring so and then they actually took the summer off okay so but they had like 11 or 12 episodes and they had like an instant following right 
Um, I think that channel did a lot of good promo and okay, all that. So I just thought it was interesting that they premiered it on the 25th. Yeah. I know over there Christmas isn't a major holiday, so it's not like that they shouldn't have aired it because it was Christmas. It's just that they always have that three-week winter break. So I just – I thought that was interesting that they didn't just wait to start it until next week when they could show – all the episodes, you know, in a yeah. row weekly. So I don't know. Yeah, that's really hopefully hopefully it doesn't hurt the ratings because I really wanna I really wanna see where this show goes. Yeah, do so. we know have you looked up anything about how it how well it did? Yeah, it I think I don't think it was like amazing, but okay. it was also like this is but you know, for the first episode of a show that isn't established, like it was, it was pretty good. good. Mm-hmm. Okay. So anyhow, I think oh, that good. was Tina is who I on twitter mm-hmm. who had said basically like well it's kind of what you expect from a premiere episode so okay. hopefully it'll just go up from here like there's interest and hopefully people will just continue to watch so okay guess we'll find out um anyhow so um to refresh you guys we're gonna be doing a volume 36 this week it's been two weeks since or technically three by the time you guys hear this yeah um since we talked about 35 so the question of the week for that one um, I had to actually like go back and read it on our Twitter because I, I couldn't remember what you asked. Yeah, it was an okay question. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't one of my best. Well, we had answers though. Um, so the question was, what do you think about Sanem's decision to stay at the publishing house rather than going back to work at Fikri Harika? Good idea or was she being rash? Because obviously, as you remember, John wants her back at Fikri Harika. Now that they're back together, he sort of just assumed that meant he's she's back with him. She's back with the agency. Right. And that's that. Um, so on Twitter, um, Kate replied and said, I think it was a good decision, though it didn't play well and John couldn't handle it, that the editor position was good for her and closer to what she wants to be doing. And it makes her more independent. Mm-hmm. Uh, Moran also said, I think she's right. Working in Fikri Harika is not her dream job. Yes, she learned a lot there, but she always dreamed of being a writer and Yeet is offering just that plus an editing position. But like you said, she should definitely get someone to check her contracts before signing anything because girlfriend clearly hasn't learned. Seriously. <laughs> and then Stop Ni- doing that, son M. I know. <laughs> and then Nayara said, that's what I think. That's what I think, too. Her dream is to be a writer. And like you said in the podcast, she she was very assertive this episode. So it suits her to follow her dream and ask for his support. Mm. And we were all about that. Yeah. So good answers. Yeah. Uh, so... This week, volume 36, our hashtag, which is just so funny that it's this hashtag, it's Ask De Dean, which is the title of a song that played in Sada Jason. Oh. I think that's why, because when we, <clears throat> excuse me, in that episode last week, I said, I'm almost positive this is a song that plays on EK. I think it's not. I think it's. it's you remembered the hashtag. I remembered the hashtag. How and funny. I thought, how funny that the hashtag is the episode that, that we're doing right after we did Sada Jason. Yeah. So, and it just means you say love. Okay. Uh, and the episode summary is, Sanem suggests to John that maybe it's time they get married and not let the mess between their families dictate their decisions. Amen. That's been long overdue to not let Seriously. their families dictate, well, mostly her family, dictate what they're doing. Yeah. Uh, John's birthday is also coming up, and while Sanem has plans for it, so does Huma. But just maybe it's John who has the biggest surprise of all. Um, they didn't include this in that summary, but also we do have the um, the book launch for Pullen. And that was kind of a big chunk of the episode, so I was surprised it wasn't in the summary. It was. Um, so, yeah, that happens too, guys. 
Uh, anyhow, all right. So opening scene, we start off where we left off with 35 mm-hmm. with our poor babies upset after that awful, no good family dinner. Yeah. So I'm going to be, I'm going to be honest. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I even watched this episode one time. Oh, really? Until, <laughs> until you like, watched it yesterday? It was all incredibly unfamiliar to me. Well, that may- and you missed a lot of the mid-30s. I did. Because we weren't watching them together. We weren't because I was really busy mm-hmm. and... Um, it was I, near the end of the school year, I want to say. So, yeah, yeah. I was like able to hop on some of the times um, to, to watch it live mm-hmm. or at least portions. And like these next few, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure are the ones that I would like squeeze in half an hour. Right here Or I would be like, oh, I can watch the first hour half yes and then i would have to go do whatever i was doing yeah so i definitely never saw this with subs yeah and i don't even know how much of it i saw live so this was like a first time watch almost basically for you it really felt that way yeah so i was like because i did i guess i just hadn't realized Mm -hmm. that i had skipped over well and probably too these next few weeks i remember like when you when we would actually be able to watch together mm-hmm. most of the time we would just watch the summary that plays which still doesn't have subs but you'd kind of see the summarized version of it yes and at least be able to draw from the circumstances happening on the screen like what was going on i know for a fact 37 and 38 so these next two weeks i know for a fact i only watched those live and i never repeated them okay so i've never seen though either of those next two with subs so i'm guessing you probably haven't either yeah and Mm -hmm. i i remember asking you a couple times too like okay well what big things happened right like so that that i could just move on to the next episode because i just didn't i was feeling kind of burnt out on osley and yes and how you know weird the storylines were getting and so i think at that point i was just like well, what this, what important thing? Yes, happened. and I think at this point we already knew Aisha was coming back, so it was kind yeah. of like, all right, let's just get through this. The beginning of the, the end. Aisha episodes, yeah. yes. So, so yes. Anyways, um, so yeah, they're at the rocks, and um, they're both of them are. I just feel so bad for them. They're I both know. like embarrassed. John is really embarrassed by his mom, and yes, rightfully you, so. He just looks, he looks ashamed. Yeah. Like, he looks beyond just embarrassed. He just looks really ashamed. Yeah. And I think part of that is because he was, he let himself get his hopes up when it was like, my mom actually wants to bring our families together. You know, he even says, like, if I had stopped and thought about it, I should have realized, <sighs> yeah. you know, but I was just so happy he that she finally seemed to be accepting. being a little naive. Yeah. yeah. Poor John Bay. But you can't blame him, like. I know. He just wants it so badly. I know. And she, of well, course. And we see in this episode, she'll offer these weird little snippets uh-huh. of sweetness and seeming love. Uh-huh. And it, but then she'll turn around and do crap like this. Yeah, and she's still a snake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she just proves her selfishness over and over again. Yep. So anyway, these poor babies, they just, um, he feels really bad and it was it's very sweet because he's like we'll find our way together and then she says Mm -hmm. i think we should get married so and then they're like happy and they kiss they kiss and john's all smiley and i love it because they're like he's like they're holding their you know they're holding both sets of hands and Mm -hmm. and he like pulled her in for a kiss and she's like should i lift my leg up now like like in the old timey movies when the girl would 
bend back wonderful I thought that was so cute I thought it was too very princess diaries yes (laughs) so at least at least the 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 uh second part of this scene is more hopeful and yes it's finally like oh are we getting john and son m against the world finally and not john against the world and son m against the world and then just trying to make their way to each other like do we finally get john and son m against everyone else exactly and they both resolve to tell their parents the next day yes which is good yes So so they depart and I wrote, because she's like back home later that night, and I wrote, Layla sedated Mevgabe, and I'm here for it. <laughs> yes. Just because she's her like, to she sleep. was being Jeez. crazy. I sedated her. <laughs> yeah. And their little, like, silent sister celebration was really cute. I know. When she's I like, really John and I that. decided to get married, and Layla Layla's puts so aside her own her. drama and crap that she's dealing with and is just really excited for yeah. her i loved that mm-hmm. um and emory too mm-hmm. because then we get the flip side of that he goes john goes home and shares everything with emory and yeah and he's like i'll be like and yeah he's just happy for him and yeah these are two rare moments where neither emory or layla are being completely selfish exactly jerks. And, and they're just happy for their better siblings yes <laughs> <laughs> yep <laughs> and then Layla finally tells Sanem about how she and Osman broke up. Yes. Because I don't think she's spoken it to anybody yet other than Osman. This is the first time she's actually yeah, saying that's it out loud. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And, um, yeah. And then, oh, I just made a little side note. I said, oh boy, John is in green and black. Yes, please. All the hard eyes. <laughs> um, so this must be the next morning. Uh, yeah. The next morning now, because I'm like, he's in a different outfit. I just noticed it right away. Like, he's in army green and black, my two favorite things on him. And then Mevkabe's having a dream. (laughs) Yeah, she and Huma have these wild dreams. Where Mevkabe out Huma is Huma. (laughs) Yeah. Now, I mean, I kind of understand why it was so upsetting to Mevkabe, because she's like, I was so mean. Mm -hmm. But part of me was like... How was that a nightmare? Like, yeah. the, you should be it, happy it about that human's dream. nightmare because, he, yeah, you know what I mean? which like, makes total sense because mm-hmm. she's basically a Cinderella. She's right. having to Mahale clean everything. And, and, uh-huh. and, yeah, in the Mahale and she's low or whatever she would say. Right, she's low class. Exactly. But, but in Mevkave. Yeah, she walks into the She house. has all this money. And do you notice it's American money? Yes. When they're like raining. makes it, it rain. Oh. <laughs> and it's all American $100 bills. So funny. I was like, this is so ridiculous. It's so over the top, but it's it's good comedic relief for how dramatic things left yes. off between them. So it's kind of nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I didn't really understand why Huma was like, or I'm sorry, why Mevkave was that upset by it it's like wouldn't that be a great dream of yours like yeah i could see her being like well i don't want to be her but and and i maybe that's what they were getting at yeah is but i'm thinking why would that i I, it just was a little weird yeah she should have woken up with a smile and been like hmm if only you know yeah i assumed a nightmare involving huma would be just her insulting her yeah. again yeah. or or somehow making a laughing stock yeah. of her yep so that was just interesting yep and then of course the bratty side of me is like well let's not look too much into these next few episodes because i'm pretty sure Osley was like just setting the house on fire before darting on out of there yeah. and letting someone else deal with the 
aftermath. Yeah, seriously. So I'm guessing not tons of thought was put into every single plot and storyline. Yeah. Um, so we're at the Iden breakfast table. And of course, because Mefkabe is still upset about over all this and how they're an uneven match, so to speak, as far as class goes. She's like, oh, thank God for Osman. Osman's right. equal to us. And all right. they're doing is singing Osman's praises. Meanwhile, Layla's just keeping her mouth shut and not correcting them. Yeah. And while well, her and Sanem keep trying to push the other one into to sharing their sharing. news. They're like, oh, Layla wanted to say something. Oh, Sanem had something to tell uh-huh. you. And neither just one avoiding of them, yep. their fate. And neither one of them wind up sharing no. anything. Because they chicken out. Uh-huh. So then I wrote again, John must have taken the green part off because now he's just in all black. And he's, <laughs> I said he's in his all black hot detective gun strap I wrote, outfit. I wrote special agent John. Yes, right? <laughs> Doesn't that vest thing totally seem like there should be guns and weapons strapped it, to it? Because it's like a holster yes, or like a harness. It's totally. like... <laughs> Um, <laughs> this is this is where people are like, all right, Osley, Osley, his stylist, not the writer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, hmm, <laughs> you trying to <laughs> you trying to live out some fantasies in your styling that <laughs> maybe you. Yeah, did. I was like, what is this Miami Vice? Yeah. Like, why is he wearing that? Granted, he looks great. He looks great. But it was definitely working for me. I don't think I any don't other understand man it. on God's green earth could put that on. And we... And, oh, and, let me and think we, about this. Uh-huh. Like, who could wear that where you would not you know think, who like, could wear that? what are you wearing? Who? Or who could have? Tom Hardy. Oh, Tom Hardy could definitely... <laughs> oh, he could wear whatever he wants. Uh-huh. That man. And he'd probably be carrying a puppy while doing oh it. Oh, my gosh. He's too much. Um, no, I was going to say uh, Harrison Ford. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He could. Yeah. So they're probably like the only three, though. Yeah. There's this There's this tweet that's uh, being passed around mm-hmm. that says, my, my exact taste, my taste in men is this exact outfit. And it's like <laughs> Indiana Jones. Oh. <laughs> it's... Uh, uh, Isaac, uh, Oscar Isaacs, um, is it Isaacs or Isaac? Oscar Isaac or Oscar Isaacs? Isaacs, I think. Okay, that's what I thought. And he's like in a very similar outfit uh-huh. in, um, Rise of Skywalker. And then, uh, <laughs> uh, Brendan Fraser in, in The Mummy. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like, oh my gosh, that's so relatable. That's hilarious. <laughs> anyway. Ooh, anyway, now that we've spent five minutes talking about john's outfit yeah i put oh plus he's got his somewhat swoopy haired man bun it's kind of too long for that now but i, I appreciate what they're attempting yes i appreciate what they're and, attempting. and i actually liked it this time mm-hmm. in the snow i didn't really like it because it looked it did a look little messy yeah but it's this... a little dirty almost yeah but this time around i was like okay this works for mm-hmm. me um, and of course, Huma comes out wearing a neck brace, and I can't even roll my eyes I know. far enough back in my I head. I know it's ridiculous. It's so stupid. It's asinine. she is so stupid. It's like beyond ridiculous. It's so yeah. I, ugh, I hate her. So yeah, she comes out and she's basically still going on and on about the dramatics from dinner the night before. And if I remember correctly, isn't John like, "Yeah, okay, mom, we'll talk later," and he just like leaves. <laughs> 
Yeah, I think so. Uh, so, yeah. Um, then we scroll over to JJ and Ihan are having chai together. And finally, <laughs> finally, Ihan begins to understand as JJ's rapidly trying to explain <laughs> really what all the marriage stuff was all about. Right. Poor JJ just has no communication skills. Yeah. <laughs> and so he's just kind of spewing it all out quickly because he's just like please listen <laughs> because in his defense a little bit Ihan does keep interrupting and jumping to conclusions every time he starts to say something right um so and which is kind of what got them in the situation to begin with so he's finally just like no lays it all out yeah and she's like oh I see I understand then right like this is all just a joke like and she's understandably hurt um and she's kind of like I think she leaves, doesn't she? I want to say she, like, walks out. Um, Ihan? Yeah. Yeah, she... She doesn't really listen to him. Mm-hmm. She... Once she realizes it wasn't a real proposal, she just kind of is like... That's kind of... Look, I feel bad for Ihan. Me too. But it is also a little bit her own doing yes it is jj took way too long to explain to he, her oh he did he did but for sure she is the one who immediately jumped to a conclusion before yes. there was an actual proposal yes and then she's not really letting him talk right anytime he's trying to bring it back up and explain right she keeps interrupting him yeah so i it's it's just a sucky situation yeah. and it's like okay guys just sit down and talk yeah, to both each of other. you hush and let the other one talk yeah <laughs> yeah so yeah she she walks away and um and is like i need to go open the butcher shop right um and i love it because she stumbles upon osman and layla because they're both talking about how like neither one of them have been able to tell their families yet yeah and osman looking like a snack mm-hmm. oh my gosh he looked I, really good that scene i was like how are you so beautiful <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> well, and he's like, he's back to being his like sweet baby angel self because he's not like bogged down with a woman who doesn't love him. Then he's trying exactly. to convince himself does like, so there's that like weight lifted off of him too. Exactly. And I think that helps too. Yes. Um, But I love anyway. how he comforts Ihan, even I though Ihan's like, you guys are in love. And she's like making it worse because she's like, you two are getting married and in love and you have each other. I know. And I'll take comfort in that. It's very sad because he says everyone wants happiness for two, but maybe that doesn't exist. And then he looks at, at Layla. Layla. Yep. And then he says, maybe there's only unhappiness. And I was like, yeah. my poor baby. No. You don't deserve this. Oh, but this is still better than him being strapped to her. It is. It is. Because of the way and she doesn't feel. Yes, exactly. But I still love it that he... He sets that aside enough to comfort Ihan and hug her and yeah. tell her it's going to be okay. And it's yeah. very sweet. I love their sibling relationship. Um, then I wrote, then we're back to a snobby elitist witch meeting. <laughs> Seriously. Because these two have thick skulls apparently and think regurgitating the same plan over and over again is going to yield a different result. So yeah. that sort of makes them a little insane too, right? yeah definition of insanity yeah i would say so yep because yeah she's like oh huma i know you have another plan like i okay for a second there when huma is like ranting and mm-hmm. walking back and forth by the pool i thought she was gonna fall into the that pool that would have been amazing <laughs> i was like willing it with my mind <laughs> but it didn't happen dang it 
Yeah, she would have looked like a drowned rat. Well, she oh would have been gosh. a drowned rat. She, she is a rat. She is a rat, yeah. With so, her stupid neck brace. Yeah. I can't even. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, once she in oh pull and hatch, gosh. you know, the same plan they've been regurgitating over and over. She's well, like, oh, like, why, I feel how is, this, how is this the plan? Mm-hmm. You're going to throw them a party? Mm-hmm. Ooh, <laughs> diabolical. <laughs> I don't get it. I know. But then I was just like, it's just our stupid writing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, Polen's books are in. Mm-hmm. So we're back at the, now we're at, not the agency, the publishing house. Yes. So the launch party is today. And Sanem's kind of reaching her limit as far as like just all this Polen stuff surrounding her. And I kind of don't blame her. But she's also like doing her best to remain professional about it. Like, well, we've got a launch party to do today. We got to get these books distributed. Um, but yeah, she's she's kind of at her wit's end because she's just surrounded by Polen. Right. <laughs> and I don't blame her. Yeah. So then we have some Mahale happenings. And I don't even think I really paid much attention. I just sort of. They were just weirdly gossiping. Glossed over. Yeah, because it was just yeah. a bunch of gossip between Mevkebe, Niha, and yeah, it wasn't Muzo, anything. right? Yeah. yeah. It was nothing important. He's just talking. He's just going on and on about like how many times he proposed to Son M in the early episodes and all this. Yeah, stuff. and, and like, she's talking smack on Huma. Yeah, and it's like yeah, nobody cares about any of this. Yeah, it's nothing of consequence. No. So then there's cardboard <laughs> pull-ups everywhere. <laughs> this is what, so I had to remember. I basically one of the only things I knew about this was the whole the cardboard, cardboard cutout. cutout. Yeah, because that was in the fragment. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And so I don't think I had realized I had never seen this scene for sure because mm-hmm. I was cracking up. It's like Sun F's nightmare. It is because they're everywhere. <laughs> and then Ghoulies and JJ come up to her and JJ's like, this agency has turned into a sci-fi movie. <laughs> they're all like freaked out by all the cardboard cutouts. And so I love this on them. She hates how tall it is. Uh-huh. Because she's like, this isn't even. Well, and yeah, because she's she like. She asked the girl at the front, right? And she's like, um, were these made giant? Because we're normally the same height, which that's not even remotely no, true. not. And she's like, no, Gombe asked for them to be true to life size. And she's like, oh, did he now? <laughs> and yeah and i said the insanity is about to escape oh my gosh and i love it because real john is watching as she's like john 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 johnning the cardboard john. yes and of course he's loving it because he <laughs> loves when she's crazy yeah he loves it and so he's just sitting back and watching the insanity come loose yeah and she's like she's like don't pay attention to these legs these are fake legs yes they're, they're photoshopped because yeah there's only one cardboard cutout john because that's what Polen requested yeah which was like again the Creep. writing this makes no sense no it doesn't when would i'm trying to think if i authored a book whether it be a cookbook whatever where there was photography required i would absolutely credit and thank the photographer in my you know Nope. Kristen, you wouldn't want a cardboard cutout of the photographer? Well, of that particular <laughs> photographer, yes, I absolutely do. <laughs> but I even wrote, I need that life-size cardboard for our recording room. Yes. Mm-hmm. How do we find one, How do guys? we find one? Somebody who knows. Somebody send us. Yes. <laughs> a Some, cardboard cutout. Somebody. One of John. Send us. And one of Osman. Yes, we need, <laughs> yes, we need life-size cardboard 
cutouts of Osman and, and maybe John. an Ebo and a Kivanch if you guys have the ch- yes. have the opportunity. So if any of you work at a printing house <laughs> or a publishing house or anywhere that they print cardboard cutouts, I would not even know. I just have to Google it. I'm sure you can order them online, but I wouldn't even know where to start if I didn't have Google for that. Like, where do I go? Walgreens? Do I go? Like, yeah, somewhere seriously. that does photo. Anyways, that's not the point. The point is, it makes no sense that there's a John cutout and that Poland would want it other than just to create this funny moment. Right. And it is a funny moment. I'll give I'll give them that. But it's funny because of John and Sonem. Like Exactly. And especially Sonem. Exactly. And, her, and Demet's physical comedy. So yeah, so she's walking around with the cardboard John, treating it like it's real John and escaping from all the long legs. So she brings it back down to um she's like carrying it around and I think she winds up bringing it down to the publishing house. But, oh, first she walks into his office. I love with it. it. With it. And, and he's, he's all. <laughs> what does he say? It is he's very funny. All... I've been looking. I was looking for a woman that could carry me all my life. And I think I found her. Yes. I love that. <laughs> because and she says, yes, I think I can carry you. Yes. And then just the way he's looking at her, their little glances. And he's got his little smile, his little multiple smiles. Yep. It's very cute John M time. Yes. I mean, there's, you know, he grabs her hands and, like, hand kisses her. Yeah. He does that. He like, gives her that one kiss where he grabs her elbows. Uh-huh. And oh, he, my like, gosh. Pulls her and it, like, makes this loud kissing noise. Yeah, I just love it. Yeah. Um, And he's like, I'll eat you up. And mm-hmm. like, I love it. I love it. It's adorable. I love, I love it. it so much. And then. So um, then she takes him yes that's when she takes him down to the publishing house <laughs> yeah. for fresh she's air she's like he needs some fresh air <laughs> oh my and then jj kind of informs her about the situation with ihan blowing up yes and so sanem's like okay i'll I'm, I'm gonna try to help you because mm-hmm. she knows ihan very well right. she knows jj very well and she knows they do love each other exactly and that this was a giant misunderstanding exactly so it's nice because i feel like jj's always the one swooping in to help on M. Right. So it was nice to see like that highlighted. Like, yeah. Her helping JJ with um, his love life. <laughs> exactly. But even though I'm pretty sure this is not the advice that she gave him, he decides to <sighs> like wrap his cell phone up with cloth to like make his voice sound different and calls Ihan the life coach yes. as Yus- Yusuf. Yeah. To ask for life coach advice. So basically, that way he knows whatever advice she gives is how she would want a situation fixed so that then he as JJ can go and fix it, which is a terrible idea. Yeah. But anyhow. Um, so then Sanem is down at the publishing house carrying John and they're all kind of looking at her because Polen's there, Yeet's there, and I think that's when she makes the fresh air comment. And Polen yes. says something – and I love it because Sanem goes, well, behind every man is a successful woman. Yes. <laughs> yeah, she says that as she's walking in. Well, and then Pollen's like, oh, yeah, it looks like you. She's like, I was, I've was, i been at the agency. And Pollen says something like, yeah, it looks like you've gathered up everything there. And she goes, no, not everything. Mm-hmm. Just what belongs to me. Oh, I missed that. She says, I just took what's mine. And <laughs> love it. <laughs> Oh, I it's love like, it. That's right. Dang straight, girl. Pollution. That's right. Get out of here. Um. Oh, and then, oh my gosh, this bothers me so much. Because they're, you know, 
it's been brought to our attention that tomorrow is John's birthday. Right. In in EK. Yeah. And Polen's like, oh, these books are great. And you know what? This book is going to be my gift to John. Okay, first of all, that's stupid. Like, he photographed it. He, that like, he doesn't need a cookbook. Like, and I think even Sun M ends up pointing this out later to someone. I don't remember who. Maybe Layla. But just like, I'm sorry, how self-centered do you have to be that your gift yeah. to someone is something that's all about you? Exactly. Yep. I don't remember which sister said that either. Yeah. But, but it happens like, like when yeah. they're talking, right? Like, yes. This isn't even a good gift. Yeah. Like, they're both judging her and rightfully so. Yeah. Amen. Like, oh, oh I'm going to give you my book with a picture of me and all my recipes. Yeah. That's really stupid. With the photos you took of them. Yeah. yeah just dumb. Yeah. Um. And then we've got Pushy Melise being all unprofessional and flirty with Emre. Yeah, she is majorly throwing herself at yeah. Emre. Yeah, I mean, with the concert tickets and it's like, man, even back in the day when Duren was being that way with John, even she wasn't that desperate. No, she wasn't. I mean, she wanted to spend time with him and she invited him to a concert, but it just... And invited him to coffee, but right. she never... I feel like Melise just constantly crosses the line. Yes. Yeah. Well, and sorry, you don't have a history with him. You just started working here. Duran's yeah. like known John forever. Anyways, it just made me think of the parallels between the two. Because even though we weren't really happy about that either. Because, right. you know, we wanted obviously him and Son M together. Right. It still just didn't have that ick factor that this yes. one does. Yeah, totally. So then Layla shows up because she was going to continue training or showing Melise a few things about the programming or whatever. Yeah. And we have angst. Yes, because she's about to tell Emre. Like, she's about to, because Melise goes out to get the computer or something, so it's just her and Emery for a bit. Uh-huh. And she's about to tell him. Yep. Everything. And then Melise walks back in, and she's like, oh, Emery Bay, I have the concert tickets. You better believe they're in the front row. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it's like, oh, brother. And then Layla, instead of just being like, okay, clearly you're busy, I'll talk to you later. She's like, oh, well, my fiance can get us tickets, too. Like, okay, here we are back to the yep. games. playing games. Mm-hmm. Like a couple of teenagers. Yep. So, yeah, then we kind of go back to the uh, life coaching call between JJ slash Yusuf Bay. Yeah. And he basically is telling her he wants to win his girl back. He messed up. Yeah. You know. But every time they start to actually get into conversation, he's interrupted. Interrupted. So first. Because um, he's at work, of course, and not doing work. Right. Because that's just the theme of Fikri Harika. Yes. Unless you're Duran. Yeah, he's on the table in, in the, the conference, conference room, room oh. and they all come in, and he gets all mad at them for walking in yeah. <laughs> as he's not working. As he's not working, and they're coming in to work and have a meeting. <laughs> anyhow, it's just, ugh. It's funny, but anyhow. Yeah. So Sanem is going over the launch schedule yes. because that is that day. Yes. And Yokel comes in and um, it's – he's like being kind of weird. Mm-hmm. He's like trying to – seemingly trying to stir the pot about yeah. John and Sanem's families. Um, I, I don't know. He's just – it wasn't it was kind of a weird conversation well and he's just weird this whole episode because like he is weird he winds up helping her yeah and you know and it's like with with john's present so it's like okay clearly yeah i guess i can i'm just gonna blame the writing i guess because it was like make up your mind what is this guy doing like is he being all conniving and trying to win son m and steal him from steal her from john or 
is he actually like accepting that there's not ever going to be anything between them right because he clearly sees what's between her and john and now maybe like he's and i do remember when i watched this episode Mm -hmm. thinking like okay are we headed in a direction where yeet's like going to accept the fact that like okay she's just my employee we're friends and he's actually going to be a friend to her because when he winds up helping her later in this episode with getting the book the printing, printing that she wants, yeah. I was like, that was so nice of him because he didn't have to do that. No, he could he have didn't. just been like, oh, bummer, the print house is way behind. That sucks. Guess you won't get him his gift on time. You know what I mean? That's, or he that's... could have totally had it messed up. Yeah. And blamed the public, like blamed the printing house. Like, well, I, tr-, be, so that he still looked like the good guy helping her get it printed but then telling them like mess it up and then i'll blame it on you but don't worry i'll still pay you for it that's actually my question this week because oh. his actions were so confusing yes, to me. yes i agree because in the past you know he's he's never stopped being nice to son no but with the whole situation when john sent him the wrong location mm-hmm. and then he's like oh you want to play john devitt right. and he you can <coughs> excuse me you can see kind of the the revenge in his eyes right. at that point well and it's, it's implied that he's clearly making a plan sure to get back at him right instead of just ratting him out to son M. right but then we've had an episode or two past where well, he's had the opportunity and nothing has happened mm-hmm. and especially in this episode like you said right. these were prime opportunities for him to really sabotage some right. stuff for john specifically right and sorry i'm like having <laughs> phlegm issues <coughs> um so and even like when uh Polen calls him and, right, and he's like give and it up yeah he's like oh Huma's planning a party he's like well I'm pretty sure that Sanem has something planned just the two of them so to don't be waste alone. your time so don't waste your time planning yeah he's anything. not even saying it like oh well Sanem has something so you guys better hurry and swoop in and no he's not even saying he's it like don't waste sense. your time what are you doing right. like just just leave them alone they're right. gonna be alone on his birthday yep and he just seems fine with it yeah. or like resigned to it right it's like just... he's accepted it but then like when he and son M come back from um the print house right and john's like why were you guys together like because it's all suspicious because they're having to make up a lie since it was for his present right and john can clearly see that they're lying but you can tell yeet's like bothered and doesn't like the fact that he's like helping her right cover for him so yeah. he sort of is like even when they lie to him the first time when they're leaving for their quote lunch right he's still like and come he, on son M. well and he still but he still um corroborates her lies yeah. as she's telling them like oh we have to go to the to a lunch and he's like yeah a lunch mm-hmm. and she's like yeah with an author he's like yep an author right and he's not saying it very enthusiastically but no, he's still but agreeing he's with helping her. her so it's yeah. like which is it dude yeah yeah he's like your your actions are showing one thing but then all the expressions and the looks on your face and the tone of your voice right completely contradict it yeah so so is he playing some kind of long game here like for the he has some sort of plan in the future i don't know at this point what do you guys think do you think it's just weird writing Mm -hmm. do you think it's do you think Osley is just confused about what she <laughs> what she wants what, for him? Yeah, where yeah. this character is headed, right? Because mm-hmm. the the motives seem a little unclear, yeah. right now to me, right? Um, and yeah, his his actions during this whole episode, I was like, this is really confusing. It is. It's like whiplash with him. Yeah. 
So yeah, that's a good question. What do you guys think? Do you think it was him coming to terms with them and still not liking it? Right. Trying to accept it? Right. Yeah. Because at this point in the show, he has not done anything No, he's not a villain. He's He's just, he has not been a villain. No. He just clearly really likes on M. Right. And wishes that they were together. Right. But this whole time too, he's also seen whether they've been apart or not, the draw between mm-hmm. John and Son M. Right. And he's never really denied it. No. I think he's done what he's, he, I think he's tried to do um, a few things where it's like, maybe he's trying to point out maybe that all the drama is not worth it, mm-hmm. you know, things like that a few times, like to Son M. But never, he hasn't actively done anything to keep them apart. Not the way like Polen is. Or right. Puma. No. So it's just like, what are you? Yeah. What are you, dude? Right. So well, and to John, he's a villain, but that's because John is just jealous, and well, he sees yeah, the and interest. He sees, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's just it's just interesting because John had made a comment in this episode about first I had to break that guy's nose and get him arrested, talking about Fabry, mm-hmm. and now this guy is here, and it's interesting that he's comparing the two of them mm-hmm. when really the only thing to compare them. Or to connect them, the only similarity is their interest in Sanem. Right. Because so. Fabri was an actual villain. Oh, for sure. Like, he became an actual villain. Yeah. So, yeah. I... Yeah. Anyways. Just an interest... At this point in the story, he yeah. was just... I still was like, I don't know I don't know what, what to, to think, think about you. Because mm-hmm. um, I didn't trust him from the get-go. I've shared that. But this particular episode, I remember commenting or tweeting during the live watch mm-hmm. like okay maybe maybe there's hope for him after all maybe he will turn out to be like a friend right maybe he will turn out to be someone who's like supporting them and kind of sees how ridiculous his sister looks and is right. like yeah i'm not gonna be like that so i'd rather just have her as a friend because i can see clearly what's between her and john and then yeah. maybe even he and john becoming friends you right know, and there being like a piece there so yeah anyhow yep <clears throat> so we're at the book launch now yes and we get all kinds of john m cuteness i love it john's they're like making, really cute they're adorable and i love that he's making it a point to stay near her the whole time yes like it's almost like it's finally clicked to him like he needs to make this clear mm-hmm. there is no like you know um just assuming well son m knows and is secure in us and Polen knows and my mother knows like no he's making it clear to everyone, to everyone. in the room yep that yep. he's here yes to support Polen because he was a part of this but he's here with son m yeah and i love it because yeah they're adorable and of course Huma's having a fit about it so she decides to secretly tip off a reporter by having a fake phone conversation yeah about john and Poland's past relationship knowing yeah. that it's going to make that reporter be like hmm and want to ask questions exactly now but then when they do john immediately shuts it down yes and i love that so much because before when it would come to any woman that was whether it was someone he dated before or whether it was just some even like gamze you know they never had anything between them right but he just wasn't always um i don't know what the word i'm looking for is but clear forthright yeah he just wasn't always forthright with like um his intentions or lack thereof where they're concerned right no this is who (laughs) this is who i'm with this is who i love you are someone i know and we're friends and i think it's especially important with Polen because they have a past relationship 
And it's like, that's finally clicking. And I love it because yeah, you see the immediate annoyed look on his face the second they even bring up the fact that they used to date. Yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. And he's like, listen, guys, we're here about this book and this is business. Like, can we stick to that? Yeah. That's not what this is about. Yes, we have a past, but there was, there's nothing between us now. Yeah. We worked on this professionally together. Yes. Let's focus on this. And Polen sort of takes cue from that and is like, okay, yeah. Does anybody have any questions about the book? Yeah. Um, and yeah, I wrote, he, I actually wrote down, he stays near Son M the whole time. I love it. And Son M makes some comment about like how, you know, the reporters or whatever, like, yeah, they think you guys are like the couple of the year or something. And he's like, we're, you and I though, we're the couple of the millennium. Yes, that's really cute. It's adorable. He's like, there's never been a couple like us. Yes. And I was like, no, there no, hasn't. No, there hasn't. <laughs> it's the sweetest. <laughs> um, so then there's just more Huma antics. Yeah, everyone is pushing, and yep. John looks so irritated about it. Mm-hmm. But he only has eyes for Sun M. Yes. And I was just thinking, I wonder if this is incredibly accurate as far as Turkish media. Yeah, and, and I wonder if that's maybe kind of what this was a bit of a dig at. You yeah. Because they've done it in the past where they've, like, talked about their, quote, fake news and all that. Right, yeah. But I just love it. You know what? It's the fact that... He stopped being polite is what it is. Like yes. when it comes to that, that's what it is. Because mm-hmm. he used to feel like he still needed to be polite or he needed to, you know. And now it's just like, nope, I'm here with Sanem. I'm going to show my annoyance every time you try to divert from that. Yep. Um, and then he brings her up. I love that so in much. In front of the cameras. He's like, well, she was the wonderful. We're forgetting the wonderful editor. Right. Well, because, you know, Polen's like, I'm going to be the first one to give uh, – john his birthday gift and i dedicate my book to him john please come up here and she drags him up there and i love it because he's like you can tell he very begrudgingly is like thank you yeah like he doesn't even appreciate what she just did yeah but there are cameras right there so what else is he supposed to do and i love it because again to not only make it clear to pull in but to show son m too like no you are where my priority is yeah and he's like well i think we need to basically he calls her the unsung hero mm-hmm. of making this book happen is the editor mm-hmm. bring son m up and i love it because both Polen and hume are fuming yeah and but it's yeah it's great so then they start to ask her questions mm-hmm. and <clears throat> they ask her you know oh we remember seeing you with john in the tabloids in the tabloids mm-hmm. yeah recently um, I think I screenshotted some of this. Yeah, because she, because I think Sanem tries to like politely kind of not avoid the questions, but not really bring focus to them. Yeah. And that's when um, John interrupts, I think, and basically is like, listen, I don't ever talk about my personal life to the media, but right now I need to set a few things straight. Yes. Yes, that's right. Because mm-hmm. um, all all she says is, uh, Sanem had said, oh, I was wondering when you were going to get to that. I thought it was forgotten. But uh-huh. I know you guys don't forget anything. Uh-huh. <laughs> and the reporter says, yeah, your name was mentioned in Love Gossips mm-hmm. with John Bay. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when John, he's like, yeah, actually it was. And usually I don't like to talk about my personal life. But, but I'll feel, tell yeah. you right here, right now, that Sunem is my girlfriend. And mm-hmm. he kisses her hand. Yep. He's like, I'll make an explanation. And, um, and yeah, he's like, the news you heard was true. Uh-huh. <laughs> Sunem and I are together. That's She's right. my girlfriend. I love it. And 
you can see Huma and Pullen's uh-huh. faces turning red. Yep. And, oh, just a side note, I said, that reporter looks like she's not wearing pants because they're, I, like, the perfect skin tone. I had to pause it and, so because I. I was like, wait, is she wearing a dress? Yeah, is that supposed to be, like, a really short shirt dress? Like, <laughs> no, she's wearing just these perfectly tan pants yeah. that, like, match her skin tone. Yeah. Anyways, I so just thought it was funny. she looks pantless. Uh-huh. <laughs> so finally, Pauline tries to refocus the attention back to her book. Yeah. And, and like her and John. And that's when she does the whole dedication thing. But. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, I'm going to give John his first birthday gift. Yeah. And it's like, oh, brother. Yeah. So then we're back at home. And Mevkabe and Osman are yarn crafting together. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. of course, nobody knows about their breakup yet. Yeah. And I, apparently Mevkabe, like, kidnapped him. Yeah. And took him to the yarn store. Yeah. And she was like, well, you're going to be family soon anyway, so get used to this. And, yeah. And then we still have Yusuf still seeking life coaching from Ihan. Yeah. And he gets interrupted again by Muzo, who calls him JJ. Yeah. So it's like, you're, it's all about to come crashing And this down. time, Ihan hears. Hears it, yes. But she thinks that she's just hearing things. Right. Like, I'm just hearing what I want to hear because I'm upset about this. Yeah. Um, and then I like this because Sanem's finally, like, writing more in her book. Yes. Like, she's writing in her journal. So I like that she's feeling inspired. And that she's also, that's when we see she's making this scrapbook for John and kind of arranging, you know, their memories and photos together. And Layla and Ihan come in and see it and kind of fawn over the book and is like, I I think this is a beautiful gift. And Mm -hmm. they kind of have some girl talk there for a while. And and then, oh, and then here we get (laughs) Huma trying to manipulate John. So now we're back at the uh, Deviant House. Yeah, and I just put, you know, I'm not buying anything she's selling. I'm just not. Me and I either. remember even watching this live, so before I even knew what was coming in the future, mm-hmm. I just remember thinking, like, no, there is no more redemption for you because this scene right here should make me feel something. Like, maybe you're trying to finally cultivate a real relationship with your right. son and realize, like, what you missed out on. Right. And nope, I didn't, I wasn't buying any of it. And that's obviously what she's trying mm-hmm. to imply and what she's trying to, I guess, feed John right. is that she really loves him and right. here's my proof. Because mm-hmm. um, this is the only picture I had from you from when, you know, like when he was born or when he was a baby at least. Yeah. And like I carried only... it with me everywhere. Yeah. After your dad made me leave, all this stuff, you know, it's just, ugh. Yeah. And then... The little mittens on his hand. She's like, it's the only thing I ever knitted. And I, and then she pulls them out. Pulls them out. How convenient. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, you kept them all these years. And yeah. she's like, of course I did, my little baby. And she's like, I know that I oh missed my. out. And this creeped me out because she's, like, <laughs> she's like, you're too big now. You're a big, strong man now. And you're not able to sit on my lap. But maybe I can sit oh, on that's yours. Funny. And that's like, not what- <laughs> That's not what my oh, translation. I watched. I watched them on Turkflix since now I have a membership. Uh-huh. So I that and that's what that one was. And she like snuggles into him, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> the one that I I watched, um, she said something to the effect of, "You're so, you're so big now. I can't hold you in my arms oh. like a baby, like I would okay. have been able okay. to." But maybe you can hold me in okay. yours, which still creepy, is, but yeah, not as bad as lap sitting. <laughs> so weird isn't it funny how 
different things like are understood like the way they get translated it's like yeah the way people understand them yeah anyhow yeah i like yours better it still creeps me out but it's not as creepy not as creepy yeah um so um what did i write i wrote jj talk now i don't know what that was about <laughs> well he's waiting at the butcher uh wait 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 no because it no, says sorry sonam's getting real with layla regarding emre um I don't know why I wrote JJ talk. Oh, because Ihan comes in. Okay. And um and they're all Yeah, Sunem's trying to help the JJ situation. She she this is when she tells Ihan, oh, look, I know you. he's a weirdo. Okay. But yes. He, I swear he really loves you. Because they're all still in Sunem's room. Yes. Okay. I wrote JJ talk at the time and I took that as like he was there and that's why I'm like, wait, oh, this doesn't make yeah. sense. But they're just talking about it. It's girl talk time. Yeah. Girl talk about JJ. Uh-huh. Yes, because she's trying to smooth things over to get Ihan to like listen to him and go talk to him. And yeah, I think she's she, trying to explain. Yes. And so she does. She winds up leaving. Ihan does. Yeah. Yeah. Because then that's when Sun M gets real with Layla like, listen, like, yeah, if you think you're not in love with Emery or that he's still not in love with you or that this he didn't have anything to do with all this that happened with you and Ihan, like, right. give me a break. Yeah. And I think Layla tries to do the whole stupid, like, well, we're from two different world things, all she this does. stuff. Yeah. And it's like, well, so are John and Son M, and you yeah. were happy for them. Yeah. And she, so I like it because she's like, I think something's just very wrong with you mentally. Uh, like, there's just something wrong with you, Layla. That was really funny. She's like, she basically is like, what's a common denominator yeah, here? You. <laughs> the problem is with you. Uh-huh. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and then Layla leaves and Sanem's like talking to her book. Uh-huh. And Layla's like, stop talking to yourself. <laughs> and Sanem's like, the problem is you. <laughs> it was, it, that was a cute, funny sister moment. It was. <laughs> I enjoyed it. Um, and then I said, oh my gosh, good grief. Like Layla, Osman, just tell everyone already because. Yeah. It's painful. It's painful. Oi. Um. Sunem's working on John's gift at work. <laughs> because even though That's how she spends her entire day. <laughs> and yet And nobody cares. And nobody cares. And he helps her. <laughs> He's paying her and actually helps her to do this, even though she's not editing any books for the company or she's working in on Layla's her own. office and uh Duran and the whole gang yep. end up uh down there downstairs. to help uh-huh, because... and then later on she's in Yeet's office uh-huh, and she's he... like oh pardon me I should have knocked before I came in to my own office <laughs> and she even points that out and she's like well it's your office so like you don't have to knock it's like this is a work day <laughs> nobody know. cares that she's not yep. doing a lick of work so yeah it's just too much and John is the only one who cares because he notices that half of his crew is gone. Right. Which that was a really cute moment when JJ is all sad. And then he gives Duran a hug. Yeah. Because he's, he's just like, because like, they're like, they're like, JJ, who died? And he's all, I died. I died. And they're like, you're <laughs> sick. You have a disease. What's going on? Is it life threatening? And he just hugs Duran and then explains that it's Ion. Mm-hmm. And then Duran kind of gets a little bit like, oh, good grief. Like, you scared us. We thought you were yeah. actually dying. But then, you know what? She gives him, like, some tough love and but a pep talk, too. Yeah. And is like, listen, you love her? Then go fix it. Yeah. Don't take no for an answer. Yeah. Don't let her talk over you. Don't let her walk away. You go yeah. after her. You show her. Like, I love it because she's not being coddling to him, but she's giving him the pep talk he needs, too. Mm-hmm. And it does. It kind of jolts him awake. And yes. he's like, you're right. 
and I love it. So yeah, uh, John, because Emery shows up in the office too with pictures for Son M to use for the scrapbook along with the whole crew. Yes. So when he goes back upstairs and notices John coming down, he's at least able to give them a heads up like, hey, John's on the rampage because he's like, oh, half my crew's downstairs. Yeah. Yeah, And so they at least get to hide the book and everything before he gets there. But then there's not really an explanation for why they're all down there. And he's like, geez, guys, want to move your desks Uh, uh, here too? And, you know, all like basically like, yeah, all giving me crap. Like, who else am I going to lose to this publishing house? Um, so, and again, Layla's stupid with Emre. Yeah. And doesn't, doesn't tell him what's going on. And it's just, I'm like, come on. Yeah. This is, you've done this like 50,000 times now. This is getting old. Yep. And then I put, yeah, more stupidity with Layam jealousy games. Because then doesn't Emery make some comment about the concert he's got to get to. And yes. Layla makes some comment about her fiance, which I'm like, you don't even have one of those anymore. Yeah. Oh, be, yeah, because Emery's like, are you going to help come up and help Melise on your lunch? Like, is your lunch oh, free? Oh, that's right. She's like, well, sometimes... And she's like, I don't know. Sometimes he likes to surprise, surprise me. <laughs> and then Yeet, I, oh, that's what I said. Yeet, which we kind of touched on this. Yeet gets some insight and even helps on M with John's present. And he's making, he's going to use his clout basically with this printer guy to make sure it gets printed uh, first thing. And yeah, and Poland calls at that point, And that's when he tells her not to waste her time on a birthday plan for John because yeah. Sonam's got plans of her own. But of course, it's clear that she and Huma are going to concoct something up. Um, right. And yeah. So then John comes to the publishing house to because he wants to go to lunch with Sonam. But he, yes. she and he are about to go and, oops, <laughs> spring on the microphone. Yeah, that's weird. Um, she and he are about to go drop off the stuff, the material, so that his book can be printed. Right. His birthday present. So, of course, they're kind of flustered in explaining what they're going to do and where they are headed. And yeah. he's suspicious because he's like, well, what restaurant are you going to? <laughs> and what the, you know, and they don't really have answers because yeah. they have to lie. Right. So he's understandably, like, tense and not thrilled because yeah. he knows something's going on. Yeah. Um, and then I love it because finally, um, Amory shows back up to the publishing house and you know what? He just lays it all out and he doesn't even know, he doesn't even know that she and Osman are broken up yet. Yeah. He just is like, listen, there's nothing going on with me and Melise. I needed to tell you that they were stupid jealousy games, but honestly, all that matters to me is your happiness. And basically like, that's it. And he leaves. Yeah. Before she can even respond yeah and i love it because i'm like yes emory finally one of you stepped up and did the adult thing like and clearly at this point he's actually doing something selfless because as far as he knows she's still with osman right so he wasn't saying any of that to get her back or anything like that it was just like and he tells her he won't do anything to get in between her and osman that he just wants her happiness yeah so i'm like good grief finally one of you um, then we have a sulky John Bay because he knows he's being lied to. Yeah. So he's brooding. He's brooding. Well, and then it doesn't help because that, because they just got back from lunch and he's been waiting that whole time. Yeah. And then just as she's like trying to smooth things over, her phone rings and it's Huma and she has to be secretive because that's when Huma's like, can we plan? I know that you had this thing planned, but of course she knows how to manipulate Sanem and is like, yes. But I haven't celebrated many birthdays with him, and I would love it if we could all be together on this. And so she, of course, is like, yes, we can do that. But she's being all sly because she can't let John know who she's on the phone with. 
Right. So this is only, com- you know, adding, piling on to his mood already. So he just walks away. He just walks out point. before yeah. she can even get off the phone. He's gone. And Huma tells Sun M, don't worry, I'm going to fix things with your family. Leave that to me. I want yeah. him to be there at the party. And then ang- that's when Angry John starts making those comments that you were mentioning earlier uh-huh. about. He's like, well, I already had to beat up one guy. <laughs> Because Emery walks in and is like, what's going on? You look pissed. Yeah. And he's like, well, I already had to beat up one guy. And now another one comes along. And, you know, he just he's just going on and on. Yeah. He's just talking about, he says several different times, like, probably how he's going to have to beat him up. Or, like, yeah. knock this friend out. Knock her friend out. Yeah. Meaning yeet. And so Emery's like, listen, bro. <laughs> you got to calm down. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you something. But you cannot let on that you know because Sunem will kill me. Right. And he's like, they're making a pre- a birthday present for you. Like, right. why else do you think that they would be secretive about uh-huh. this situation? It's your birthday. Yes. She's planning something. This is what's going on. And right. they had to lie to you. And so that finally calms John down. Yes. He's like, Duran and all of them went down there because they were helping. They wanted to see the present. Right. And so he, John's like, oh, oh, she's making a present for uh-huh. me. Like, he gets all excited. Uh-huh. <laughs> I love it. And so finally he calms down and yes. he understands. But then Sanem comes in. And he starts fake pouting. He goes right back into his <laughs> mode and is totally fake pouting. Yes. And, um, and this is kind of like making her feel bad, like, well, whatever, you've clearly got things to do and you've got this going on and that going on. And you know what? Like, I'm just going to leave. I'll be back. T- I'm, I'm going to leave and go stay overnight at the cabin and <laughs> I'll be back sometime tomorrow. So, of course, she goes into panic mode and she's like, John, no, she's you like, can't. It's your birthday. Like, and he, yeah, so she's like, you can't leave. And that's when he's like, oh, why? Are you planning something? <clears throat> so even though he doesn't really listen to Emre, he doesn't out him either. He just kind of makes it seem like. Well, right. I figured out what you were doing and all your sneakiness. Right. And do you notice he tells her, well, she says, okay, fine. I'll tell you. Yes, there's a surprise I was planning with your mom. Like, but you please have to, you still have to act surprised because, you know, we're all very excited about this. So the secret's out, but don't tell anybody else you know. Mm-hmm. And he tells her, be thankful I figured this surprise out or there'd be a surprise happening downstairs right now. <laughs> like, John. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. He's got to calm down. He does. And then uh, now Huma enters the Mahale and she shows up. Acts, acts being yeah. the operative word here. Yeah. Very humble. Yeah. Very genuine. Very apologetic. To, quote, make peace. Mm-hmm. And it sucks because she's so good at it because she elicits the emotion and the... um not sorrow why can't i think of this sympathy oh yeah from mevkabe and nihat like because she explains like i'm sorry that i jumped to conclusions about sanem and john it's just that my husband cheated on me with his assistant and so i just automatically jumped to assumptions when it came to an employee and her boss and they're kind of like oh we understand this and that you know they are far more forgiving than i feel like they should be yeah and i mean they can accept her apology but it was just kind of like man they kind of they make peace and she invites them to the birthday shindig that night and yep. everything. But then, of course, because she's Huma, as soon as you see her get in her car out of sight, she has a nasty little smirk on her yeah, face. Because she knows that she's tricked them. Because she knows that she's tricked them. So then everyone's getting ready for the party. And 
there's just some chit chat with Layla and Sanem and Mefka Bay a little bit. Yeah. And it's nothing really. They're just getting ready for the party. I didn't think it was really anything like super important. Yeah. Um. No. Yeah, I didn't think so. Yeah. Um. So then, party time. Party time. Yeah. So Sanem brings John in, mm-hmm. and it's a surprise, yeah. obviously. Quote, surprise. <laughs> yeah. Um. This whole scene, though, uh-huh. I really liked it. I did too. And you know what? This made me realize too. Like I probably. I know I watched this live, but I didn't watch this with subs because I didn't realize the extent of which Hume's planning backfired. Yeah. And I loved it. Because they invite all of these old friends of John's Mm -hmm. and he's like, oh, I haven't seen so-and-so for years. And oh, hey. So she and Polan are obviously thinking that this is all going to work in their favor. Right, because these are all, you know, high – what's the word? Not high-end people. They're not – But like – But – High class. High class. I don't there know. you go. Like, yeah. They're high, upper yeah, class Upper people. class. They've gone to college. They yes. have these degrees. They're. Well, and, and one, because so one of them is, sees Sanem and he's like, oh, you look really familiar mm-hmm. to me. Um, what, maybe you were at the same, we were at the same university or maybe we did this. And, and she's like, oh, I don't remember that. Mm-hmm. I don't remember you. And. Is it Huma or Polan? I think it's Huma who's like, who's like, oh, did you go to university? Yeah, obviously trying to humiliate uh-huh. her. And Sanem's like, well, well I, did. I did. I've just never mentioned it before. And she's like, oh, well, what did you study? And she's like, poultry farming. Yeah. <laughs> but even though her her and Polan like look at each other like, oh, mm-hmm. of course, poultry farming. Right. Why on earth would you study that? Like, what a uh-huh. stupid thing. But the friend, yep, or another friend, another right? Friend speaks another up friend about is it. like, "Oh yeah, that's that's what I'm looking into," and uh-huh. all, like because he's like he's like researching like healthy eating and how the food you put in your body affects different things and and how and he specific he specifically was talking about the way the chickens are raised and like the type of you know basically something Sanem would know a lot about having been educated in this like I would love to pick your brain because right you know and she's like yeah I would actually recommend that we all switch to turkey and he's like I feel the same way Uh and and then so there's all these different connections yes where or all of these different interactions where people are obviously not reacting to Sanem the way Huma and Polen want them to to. right so it's really nice to see them burned over and over yes. again this entire night. Yep. Because then um, then John's like – John at one point has said like, well, Sanem is more than just what she went to school for. She's got a lot of interests, you know, yeah. and she worked in marketing for a while. Really and now talented. she's writing. Yep. And then the one guy also was like, oh, I love the fact that you're a writer and I have so much respect for people who – um take you know who work hard on writing books and put their work out there and yeah john continues to kind of brag on her yeah and everybody is like very um welcoming and like impressed by her yep so and he's very smartly suspicious of his mother mm-hmm. um because he has a few side eyes here and there and um and then the items show up mm-hmm. and john's so happy to see them yes and um you know, because John's like, how they're coming? And Sonia was like, well, yeah, your mom actually, like, made that happen and went and apologized and made peace. And that's when he's like, well, I wish I could be as positive as you, but I still don't buy that, you know. Yeah. That she just went there and made peace. Yeah. And I'm like, yes, John Bay, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> um, And Huma tries to shame them because, 
they talk about how the subway and the traffic and the this and the that is what she's like oh subway Uh like oh public transportation and everyone's like oh that may you're so green like you're saving you know pollution and yeah you know yeah subways are really rising in major metropolitan areas uh across the whole world yeah so i only took the subway when i was in new york blah 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 and again mm -hmm. it's like oh looking a little red in the face over there Uh because they're all impressed with them yep and they're not they just which just i love it because not only does it backfire on human pollen and i don't even know if this was the intention but it also just shows that john likes quality people exactly like his friends are quality people and they're not snobs just because they happen to be upper class or whatever you want to call it exactly you know? or yep. because they happen to have more money than some people yeah so i love that because it's it talk it speaks to the company he keeps too mm-hmm. so, so then they give john him. his gift yeah and he hot pulls it out and gives him his gift yes and it's new moonstones mm-hmm. and, and you see the emotion on his face yeah. when he opens them and again uh-huh. Huma tries to make a fool of them yep and because what is she's she like oh what an interesting gift yeah i stones. would i would never think to get my son stones for his birthday yeah and he's and john's like that's right you would never think to get me this only someone who knows me well would think to give me this uh-huh. gift it's a wonderful gift yep and then it's so cute he's like may i hug you now i love that so like, much he's just staring oh. at them like because like mevka bay makes heart. that comment about like the moonstones bringing him luck and the story behind it she knows yes. it's important to him mm-hmm. and you see him like just the fact that they understand that is such a big deal to him yeah. and then he's like yeah can i hug you now yeah and i wrote i love how much he loves her parents yes i I love that. He's yeah. always respected them. He's always, you know, had a had a good uh, repertoire with them. Mm-hmm. But this is like, he loves them. Yeah. And I love it so much. And then Layla and Emery share a couple glances. Um, Muzo shows up with the Fikri Harika gang. Yeah. And brings snacks. And again. Yep. Is the... it Polen or Huma? One of them tries to, again, bring shame by yeah. saying like, oh, but does that have meat in it? Yeah. But Muzo, being oblivious to the attention, was like, no, meat's expensive. We can't afford that in the Mahale. Like, He's like, we got bulgur. Come yeah. on. He's like, I brought the chikofte for uh-huh. you guys. And then, again, but, the friends are like, oh, I've been searching for yes. this everywhere. And I oh, there's this. nothing like this uh-huh. around the whole world. I haven't world. had this in so long. And they're all coming and grabbing it and eating yeah. and enjoying it. And, oh, man, I'm like, hmm, how's that crow tasting? Oh, it's so good. It's so good. So... Then, finally, I because Ihan came with them, she seeks JJ out, and bef- and he's trying to like spit out an apology or he's just trying to like say something before she like gets upset and walks away again. Yeah, and she just kisses him. Yes. to shut him up, and I love it. I was shocked. That was our first Jahan kiss, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's shocked. He's mm-hmm. like, Ihan, what what did you just do? And they both kind of get a little bit embarrassed. Uh huh. Yeah, and, and she basically explains like i i understand that you love me yes. if if you didn't love me you wouldn't do something crazy like make up a new man and try to talk right. to me and so try to explain things yeah. yeah she's like you wouldn't care you would just let things pass yeah she's like so basically she forgives him and right. they're on their way to uh fixing their relationship yes. so 
And then we get some more Muzogulis time. He asks her out, but also kind of sort of proposes because he basically is like, we could go to an island and we could this and we could that. Like kind of has this whole life planned out. And she's yeah. like, did you just propose to me? And he's like, well, no, but I just want you to know how I would treat you. And all, and it's overwhelming to her. And she's like, I yeah. got to think about this and like takes off. So you're like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. It's like love connection after love connection. Uh-huh. Because then... Because finally, yes, Layla approaches Emre. And she tells him the truth. And yes. she tells him about Osman. Yes. And she's like, I'm not sure why I told you. Not even my family knows yet. And he's like, "Uh, well, maybe you wanted me to know. Yeah. I love it, though, because at first he tries not to be too eager or happy about it. He's right. like, he is genuinely like, I'm so sorry. Like, what happened? Yeah. Um, And she basically is like, well, you know, it's like you said. Sometimes you just need to step aside. Yeah. And like you said before, you seem to step aside and that's what we had to do. And he, I like it because he just takes her hands and he's like, well, maybe this was important to you, but doesn't push anything else or yeah. anything like that. Um, but yeah, I was just kind of like, okay, finally, it's somewhat out in the open now. Yes. And it's birthday cake time. Yep. And of course, John makes sure that Sun M is right next to him the entire time. Mm-hmm. He's he kisses her he's got his arm around her he blows his candles out while he's still holding her and that's when she decides that she's going to give him his gift right then yes and he says something along the lines of well the best gift is having you near me like i can't imagine anything better and she he opens up the scrapbook and she basically explains like well this is us you know like yeah from you know the beginning to to where we are now, mm-hmm. um, which was also something that Yeet suggested to her. Yeah, she wasn't to sure put how to it arrange in chronological everything, order. And he suggested to put it in chronological order. Yeah. And that's when I tiny, tiny bit felt bad for him the first time I watched this because he said, if if the person I loved made this gift for me, mm-hmm. like, I would consider myself, like, the luckiest man in the world. Like, it's yeah. very thoughtful. So, anyways. Um, yeah. And you can tell it's affecting – he's – flipping through it and seeing everything and it's affecting him like Mm -hmm. he's very emotional over it it means a lot to him and he just the way he's looking at her and i'm like finally pullen your smarts are kicking in because she looks at huma and she's like i think it's time you give up huma yeah like enough yeah and she's like never yeah (laughs) but at least pullen has finally thrown in thrown in thrown in (laughs) thrown she throw it in the towel (laughs) Colin is finally thrown in the towel and he is like he's about to make a speech and he I love it because he tells his mom like okay mom will you help throw and plan this party for me and now I'm gonna give a gift back when it's like you very well know she is not gonna consider this I cannot speak (laughs) she's not going to consider this a gift right but he kind of gives a little speech saying thank you to everyone for coming mm-hmm. and how important each pe- each person there is to him. And he kind of turns his back on Sanem real quick. Yep. And he pulls and out he a box. And he pulls out a ring box and shows it to Nihat. Uh-huh. And I love it because even though it's not their traditional thing. Right. The, you know, the circumstance they're in right now doesn't really allow for that. Right. But he still was seeking out at least his approval. Like, yeah. can I at least propose to your daughter? Yeah. And I love it because both Nihat and Mevkebe are, like, looking at him, like, and she looks over at Nihat and he kind of, he gives his little nod. So he turns around. Uh-huh. And did you get what he said? I did. Okay. Because I don't think I got that. I did. I it's it. very simple. He says, 
He says, my heart, my other half, my everything, will oh, you marry me? Yeah. And then I love it because even Sanem's overwhelmed and she also looks to Nihat. Yes. To make sure. And he gives the nod again. And so she very enthusiastically says, Evet. Yep. And then the episode ends. So. So. We end on a great note. Officially. Finally. They're engaged. They're engaged. Hallelujah. So. Hallelujah. Yes. <laughs> so it was. It, it ended well. Yes. And there were some very cute John M. moments in there, this one. There really were. So. So, yeah. I definitely appreciated that considering there were some confusing things like as far as yeet not right not really knowing what the heck his character is doing or where he's headed right but yeah. and i was happy to finally see polen give up like it's time to call it quits because yeah, she's already geez. she has already mentioned that she's booked her plane ticket back to london so we yeah. already know she's leaving mm-hmm. and now not only is she leaving but she's not going to continue even from afar trying to get him she's like okay and it's time to give up yeah and she said that even before the proposal oh yeah so it's like that probably just cinched it for her I'm sure. So it's like, finally, girl, you're using your brain. Yeah. Um, yeah. So overall, a good episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. So until next time. Until next time, guys, you know where to find us. Uh, at Dizzy4DZ on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Shoot us an email. Uh, comment any, um, yeah, any of your thoughts. We mm-hmm. want to hear from you guys. And yeah, question of the week again. Remember, um, we want to hear what you think about Yi and what the heck's going on with his character. I'm curious your guys' take. So yeah, at this point in the show. At this point in the show. Yeah. What yeah. do you think? So, all right. We'll see you guys next time. Yeah. Post your call. Go to Shadows.